Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range, or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double breasted black blazer from a new to me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for, but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to About Progress. I'm Monica Packer, a regular mom and recovering perfectionist who uncovered the truest model to dramatic but lasting personal growth. It's progress made practical. Join us to leave the extremes behind and instead learn how to do something to grow in ways that stick. Are you tired of failing at your habits? What if the methods you've been using are what is failing you? If you want a new method for real women who want real habits, go to aboutprogress.com slash sticky habit method. I know we've all had this experience before and we'll have it yet again many times in our lives of meeting a fork in the road. And it might be seasonally, maybe it's a new season of life, maybe it's more of an internal seasonal shift, like you're ready for something different and you're getting to that what's next phase. And that fork in the road, like there's actually a lot of different paths that are connected to it. It comes with a lot of possibility. And that's the most beautiful and exciting part about it. But it's also the hard part about it. So much possibility. When there isn't much certainty in the paths that we are considering taking, 
it's really hard to actually take action. And a lot of this is because not having that level of certainty makes us feel a little bit unsafe and sometimes really uncomfortable too in moving forward. But it's also because we think having advanced certainty is what makes a decision right or wrong. Friends, the truth is, is this, this is not often how decisions play out. Regardless of how confident you are of what the ending will be, it often takes us a whole other direction together. If you are facing that proverbial fork in the road of what's next in your life and you're wanting to take action, but you don't know the end from the beginning, today's recorded coaching call is for you. You will, will hear from a progressor named Madeline who was at that fork in the road in her own life and trying to figure out what's next without knowing the end from the beginning. You'll hear me coach Madeline about what it looks and feels like to be in this phase of life, how indecision and confusion can be a part of it, and what we can do to wade through it, even without having certainty along for the ride. Madeline, thanks for doing this coaching call with me. Good to be here, Monica. We would love an introduction. Tell us about you. Okay, so I am in my 30s and I have two kids. I have a seven-year-old and an almost five-year-old and we live in Utah and I love to read a little too much. I always tell people (laughs) like, no, it's kind of a problem. Like I'm the type of person who might need to fast from reading to like get stuff done, but yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, I love that about you. And it's been fun for me to track the books that you're reading and kind of similar series that we have read around the same time too. We have a lot to talk about off the air about like a couple fantasy series that we've both both read. So, uh, but today we're going to be talking about not the fantasy reads. Okay. We're, we're, we're (laughs) going to be coaching you through an issue that you're having. So how about you tell us why you're here? Okay. So I feel like I'm a really good ideas person. Like I have tons of ideas for myself or for other people. (laughs) I'm just always full of awesome things that could be done. And then when it comes to actually doing it, I'm just like, "Mm, I don't, I don't know about that. I, and then I just pick up a book. (laughs) So this tells me some of the things that you have ideas about, like what kind of things come up? Do you like, I want to do this. I want to try that. Yeah. So the biggest thing for me is that it's like a huge range of things. I'm like, okay, maybe I should go back to school and like get another degree in something completely different. Or maybe I should go and like, I've always been obsessed with the seven habits of highly effective people. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, oh, maybe I should go to their like school and get certified as like a seven habits person. Maybe I should really, you know, just do photography, or maybe I should go back to teaching or like, it just goes on and on. And it's like, all over, or like, maybe I'll go into politics, like, maybe I'll start doing things in my community, like just there's no rhyme or reason to it. It's just like all these different places that I could go, I guess. So with this, is this, is this part of who you are? Like, have you always been this way since you were a kid or is this more recent years? Is it more circumstance-based like a life change or a season of life change that you're now you're trying to figure out what's next? I think it's probably more season of life 
because yeah, growing up, I was always very content to just like stay in the comfort zone always. And in the past, like five to 10 years, I've been branching out more and like trying to be braver and like, (laughs) and get out of my comfort zone. And I've just tried to be a lot more open-minded about things and like learn about new things. And so I feel like since I've kind of opened myself up to the world now, I'm like, oh, there's so many possibilities. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're kind of in this metamorphosis, like an inner metamorphosis, like that butterfly, you know, that's coming out of the cocoon. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) And as part of that, like, yeah, it's really exciting. There's a lot of different places you can go, but it's also new and yeah, it's scary. And and you're not typically this, like you said, this is more recent years. Mm-hmm. So this isn't something like you're used to explore, yeah. like actually doing different things to explore the right. ideas you have. Yeah. Like I have no idea how people just go out and get started on a new thing. <laughs> I'm just like, how I'm so impressed that you did that. <laughs> well, selection, let me like ask you then if you were to phrase this problem as a question, and this is hard to do, I understand. Yeah. How would you phrase this as a question? Um, I guess like, I don't know, that is hard. So I think like for me, I'm such a big picture, like I'm more, more of a big picture person. Like I love to know where things are going to go. And Mm -hmm. so with all these possibilities, like I have no idea what would happen if I started anything. And so I guess the question is like, how do I get myself moving even if I don't know what is going to happen in the end yeah so you know I'm hearing you say like something to the effect of how do I take action without knowing the end yeah. from the beginning or where it's headed right in the past I know I'm talking about something probably totally different than you thought you would talk about right away but we'll we'll get to it I promise how, how have you always been with decision-making, like with big life decisions? What's your style when you approach those things? So I really don't like it, mm-hmm. but I'm like the type of person who will, like, it will stress me out to make like a big decision. I'll like ruminate over it for a really long time. But then once I make the decision, I'm like, good, we're good to go. I'm doing mm-hmm. this. Like, committed and then like everything feels good but it does take me a little bit of time to allow myself to get there I guess mm-hmm. okay and let's like think about one of these big life decisions um just as an example okay so I mean tell me one it was it getting married was it having a kid was it going to a certain grad school because I know you guys did that was it moving yeah. like cho- choose one of those for, for us Okay. Yeah. Grad school was a big one because like I said, my whole life, I just really liked staying in the comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And so I was the type of person who was like, I'm never going to move like 15 miles away from my parents. Like we're just going to stay <laughs> close by. And so when grad school came up as the opportunity, I was like excited, but also just like, this is not what I pictured for my life at all. Like mm-hmm. I did not want to move away. 
and he got accepted to Purdue, which is in Indiana. And I had to like look that up on the map to see where Indiana was. Yeah. And I was like, I was upset about it. You know, like I was like, there were lots of tears shed over (laughs) moving so far across the country. But at the same time, I was like, no, I think this is the right decision. So like, even though I was sad about it, I was like, all right, we're going, like we're moving. And then of course it ended up being like the best experience ever. But, um, so, but you know, there were lots of long conversations about like, are we sure this is Mm -hmm. where we want to go? And, you know, but the stars align and (laughs) there's no denying that that was where we're supposed to be. So and is that yeah. more in hindsight now? Um, at the time, I felt confident in the decision. Like, even though I don't want to go, I know we're supposed to go kind of a thing. Okay. So. So using yeah. that decision as, a, as an example here, um, do you, did you feel the time that you knew more about like what the end would be as you went into that decision? Yeah, which is funny because it didn't end that way at all, right? Okay. <laughs> so. Interesting. Tell me. Tell me more about okay, that. Okay, so we're like, okay, you're going to go to grad school. He got accepted to a direct PhD program, which meant he skipped the master's. <clears throat> and um, he thought he was going to be a professor. So we're like, okay, we'll go to get your PhD. You'll graduate. You'll get hired to be a professor at some big school. And that'll be life. And so, you know, we went off on that journey. And then come to find out halfway through he hated academia Mm. (laughs) and would not want to be a professor Mm. and actually wanted to go in a whole different direction and so there's you know just this roller coaster of um not knowing what we were going to do like he still got the PhD and stuff but it just looks completely different now than we thought it would and so Mm -hmm. in the middle of that it was stressful but I was just like well (laughs) here we are. We have to just make it through. So, so we're seeing from, you know, this decision, like you said, you know, that was the right decision for us. So even with the quote unquote, right decisions, cause we can even talk about how that can be. That's a whole other topic, right? <laughs> right. Decisions. Right. But even with this quote unquote, right decision, the ending did not match your vision at the beginning. Yeah. Right. There was still stress involved. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Life changes, things you cannot predict. Yeah. So, so why do you think I'm bringing that up? <laughs> because that's just going to be true about everything. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Which actually might contribute to your, where you are right now, feeling, feeling stuck yeah. in lots of that, that idea space. Yeah. And, you know, like, where, where do I go next? If you were to like really sit in that space that you are right in right now, of like considering all these different options, what are some emotions you feel? Um, I feel like excited about Mm -hmm. different possibilities and like, 
I don't know. Yeah, excited is probably a good word for it. <laughs> Just sitting and thinking about it, you know, I mm-hmm. see a lot of potential. Okay. That's funny. I just wrote down that word as you were saying it. You're excited okay. about the different potential. Okay. Anything else? Yeah. Um, and then just, I guess, probably like, <clears throat> um, I'm trying to think of like the right word. I'm like, I can picture the feeling, but what's the words? I need to pull out my Brene Brown book <laughs> about all the different I emotions. I on the shelf. Yes. <laughs> I know. Um, just kind of also at the same time, just like, well, pro- like probably most of those won't happen. Okay. <laughs> mm. So a little like hopeless. Is that too strong of a word? Yeah, maybe a little Dread, too strong. Fear. No, just hesitation. like I'm just gonna like, try to pull more out like some complacency. Mm. <laughs> just like that would be a lot. Like a lot of those would just take a lot to get there, right? Yeah. Like a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of like, and so it's like, how much do I want it? <laughs> sure, but it, you know. Mm-hmm. obviously I would do all of it if it took no effort and would result in instant success <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes that's a big thing that you just said there I think that's a lot more at play than maybe it it, it seems at first glance for you too what do yeah. you think if if it were a success then But then I would do it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. But I'm also not like, I don't know. I feel like I'm just kind of lazy too. (laughs) Because I'm like, I'm not necessarily afraid. Like the example, so I have this dresser that I thrifted in my garage. It's beautiful. It's really cool. And I, it's just not very like up to date. So I was like, oh, I could get this dresser. And I could update it and it would be (laughs) so cute. And it's sat in my garage for months. And I'm like, okay, what is my problem here? I can't just get to the store and like Mm -hmm. buy the supplies (laughs) too. But I'm like, well, what if I ruin it? Like what if I destroy the dresser? (laughs) Then it's just garbage. I'm like, oh, like I'm not necessarily, I don't know. I'm not afraid. I just more would be like, uh, that's like a waste of time. (laughs) Like it's a waste of time if I ruin it. Mm -hmm. If you ruin it. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I, and I'm not like saying these things because I'm like, see, it's only your fear of failure that's getting in your way. I don't think that's the only thing. I think it's a lot of different parts and most, mostly it's just the way are we're going to talk about comforts in a little bit. Okay. But it's mostly just, it, it's hard to get the energy to, to yeah. start things, especially if you yeah. don't know the end from the beginning and you, you would like to, to know the path and all that. So you're kind yes. of, you're in a next, what's next phase of your life. It seems like. Yeah. Okay. When you're at a, what's next phase to have those conflicting emotions of both excitement and dreaming about but the potential and letting those ideas just swirl around you and kind of like, you know, almost, um, 
almost like a manic way. And I don't mean that in any other derogatory way, but just like that way of like, you know, being wrapped up in it. Okay. Yeah. That can be fun and exciting and energizing. Right. But then when it's time, you know, for the rubber to meet the road, that's when it requires a different type of energy also involves you having to make decisions, how you're going to spend your time, how you're going to spend your money. So like, we do need to consider those Mm -hmm. things too. Like those can be a part of the equation, but I see you almost in like stuck in this complacency that you described there as a way of, uh, feeling safe. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> and we've kind of thought about safe from safe from what safe from disappointment in yourself. Probably like any time. negative emotion whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And this is because like, you actually are very, very smart <laughs> because no matter what you do, whether it's go back to school, um, or get into politics or do photography or work on that dresser. All of it is going to A, require energy from you and B, require discomfort. And from what you've described, you've had a lovely life, but a tendency in the past to stay more in the comfort zone, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Next up, Madeline will learn how to actually take action. But first, a quick word from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I'm proud of you for one, like, you know, (laughs) being open to, to learning new things. Like I'm sure that grad school life changed your life in many ways. Oh yeah. And I felt similarly when, when me, when, when I moved away and and had like a a whole other experience, I didn't (laughs) expect to have too. Yeah. And you're, you're wanting more of that, but it's scary without clear guidelines of what's next. Yeah. Yeah. If I could have someone just like telling me what to do all the time, I would actually be very happy. (laughs) I am one of those people too. Like I just tell me what to do and I'll do it and I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll do it well. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Just let me know. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Just tell me, tell me the how and I'll, and I'll do it. So this is one of those things like bigger life lessons, mindset changes that I think come with time. And they come also with a willingness to have the courage to move out of the comfort zone and move into a place of discomfort. And I actually released a a quick growth spur on this recently. I talk about it with my coaching clients a lot. So I'll just refresh a little bit. If, if you haven't heard this, usually I have an elastic band on my wrist, but it's in my hair. So, you know, the comfort zone is like when that elastic is just slack, it's just like that perfect circle. And it feels perfect because it's like so neat and tidy and it's, it's known and, and, and and it works well, it like works well Mm -hmm. enough. Like it's comfortable. Okay. But when you take this elastic band and you're stretching it, it, it can go too much too fast to a point where it snaps. Okay. And it's useless. Um, or it can happen gradually 
And as it's getting stretched, it is no longer the shape it was before. So there's still a lot of unknown with it. Um, a lot of shape shifting required, but it becomes actually more and more comfortable too. Like it, it doesn't actually hurt, you know, the, the elastic. And I guess if you're going to go with the hair thing, it doesn't actually hurt the hair. So we want you to be in this place enough where you are learning how to be uncomfortable and, and that's the discomfort zone. Like you're learning to be uncomfortable in ways that are not self-betrayal, not you making poor decisions, not you like disregarding like the facts of like how, well, I'll just go to grad school. Cause it'll be fun. Yeah. And you're like, wait, yeah. like uh, I can't start that tomorrow without knowing the effects of the, the, the finances and the time commitment yeah. and yeah, where I am going with it. You do need to know those things at least to make a big decision. But mm-hmm. why I'm bringing this back to the discomfort zone is I actually think we can just start with this dresser. <laughs> I was going to say with this dang yeah. dresser, but yeah, yeah, like that would honestly be a wonderful way for you to learn how to one, be uncomfortable. And the, and two, we can talk about this too, is get in, get in the state of action instead yeah. of inaction, the safety of being complacent, um, learning how to to go, to move forward and making those steps. So what if this is resonating with you and what can I help you understand better? And don't worry, we're still going to help you actually make sense of this too. Um, yeah, no, I think it's all resonating. It's all really good. I think the dresser is the perfect place to start mostly because I need it out of my garage. (laughs) Sure. It's also a small, a smaller scale thing. So I like that. And then, yeah, like I want to be able to get into this discomfort zone. Like that is a desire that I have. I just don't know how to get there. So I need like, like a, you know, phrase or something that like some sort of, yeah. Like I actually have one for you. Perfect. This is, this is kind of a mantra I guess you could use. And this helps with momentum a lot when we're feeling either, either a big decision or just our to-do list, you know, that is ever ongoing and always taxing and yeah. Uh, Overwhelming, overwhelming too. Right. This is the phrase it's do something to start. Okay. Okay. This is where we, you know, sometimes, yeah, of course, with bigger things, we can actually break things down into like a series of phase one, phase two, and here's all the steps you take that can happen. But even that, takes a ton of energy to do. Um, so we want to just instead embrace this mindset and this state of action where you are doing something to start and that should require a low amount of energy. And it's like the first step you can think of next. And again, like small and simple. And as you do that, you will create momentum, which I'm sure you've heard me talk about, but that momentum Mm -hmm. What's great about that is instead of waiting for the motivation or waiting for that feeling of like, you're like, I'm, I'm ready to do this now. Cause you're now you're in a place of action, right. And you're meeting that resistance yeah. and a resistance against that comfort zone. Uh, doing something to start is just like that little bit of a stretch of the elastic and it also creates yeah. momentum, which creates more energy. Uh, what would that be for the stressor? Let's go with the dresser for a moment. Um, Okay. I think one of the biggest things that's stressing me out about the dresser is um, 
if I need to paint it or stain it. Yeah. <laughs> and so like color. So what would help you even know if you paint or stain? I don't know. I guess I could look, try to look for pictures of like similar dressers or. So this comes more down to like your personal preference. Yeah. Okay. I guess so. But then I'm like, so my husband wants me to sell it, (laughs) which I'm fine with selling it. I wouldn't mind it being in our house, but we also don't have a great spot for it. But so, so I start getting like, oh, well, like if I paint it this color, what if that makes it harder to sell? Or like, you know what I mean? Mm. So I just start like thinking because I want to know how it's going to, I'm like, I'm, I want to be able to sell it for <laughs> sure double what I bought it for. And so I need to, yeah. And that's where, you know, the, the fear of the end product is getting in the way of you taking action now. Yeah, right? exactly. So what if we were to remove that? Like I have to sell it pressure. Yeah. Like if I was just doing it for myself. Uh huh. Yeah. What would change about this for you? I think I would, mm, I don't know. I'm like, I think I would paint it, but actually if I was keeping it in my house, would I want it to be painted? I don't see. This is my whole, I like go back and forth so many times. Um, no, I feel like I probably would paint it, but yeah, I don't know what color. Okay. So now it's yeah. like getting a vision, right? Like what yeah. color? Okay. What's a great place to explore color? I don't have a right answer in my head, by the way. I know. <laughs> I don't know. At Home Depot. <laughs> sure. Okay. What if that were do something to start? What if you go to Home Depot and you say for 10 minutes, I'm just going to look at the, the color swatches that are all up on the wall. Yeah. That's it. I'm just going to look and see what I gravitate yeah. to. Right. You don't have to pick. You don't have to, no. you don't have to even know how to paint yet. You're just collecting yeah. ideas. Yeah. That'd be good. Okay. Does that seem like enough to stretch you without snapping you? Or is that time commitment pretty intense right now? Cause you never know. Like sometimes that, that could be like asking you to go and hike Mount Everest right now with it. You have <laughs> I know. <laughs> tough time. No, commitments. I think right now I could probably do it. Yeah. That okay. would be, yeah. Something I could fit in now that the kids are in school and stuff. Mm-hmm. I might have a minute to swing by Home Depot. Sure. So this is an example of all these other big life things too. It's like in these do something to start phases, you are, you are now outside of like the yay, new ideas, lots of room. Like I'm excited. And now you're in this like pre momentum slump of just feeling overwhelmed about getting information or making the right decisions or the time and the work that it will entail moving forward. Okay. And the do something to start mindset is not, um, again, to disregard wise decision-making It's to help you make those decisions because you're just in a collecting information stage. You're just getting the ball rolling. It's just looking up a program and it's, it's just like maybe another step is putting something on a Facebook group and asking, does anyone know who's done this program before? Um, you know, it's like, it's just gradually, just bit by bit collecting momentum. Yeah. I like that. That's good.
There's one other thing though with this. I think that's actually quite deeper. Okay. <laughs> that you might be like, thanks Monica for telling me this, but. <laughs> oh, great. And actually maybe not. Maybe this is something you're going to be like, oh, um, I actually feel pretty good about that. And I feel pretty okay. strong with this. Okay? okay. There's a whole other layer to the what's next big question. Okay. Whether that's what's next with my season of life or what's next with this dang dresser. And I like that. I just keep calling it like that's its name now. Dang yes. dresser. Okay. <laughs> and it's a lack of connection or fear of wants that you have. Yeah, I could see that. In what way can you see that? I feel like I, I don't like ever like rocking the boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like causing discomfort to like other people. (laughs) And if your wants were a part of the equation. Yeah. It would honestly be fine. Probably (laughs) like everyone in my family is very, I mean, besides my four-year-old who's extremely possessive of me, everyone else (laughs) is fine with me. Like Mm-hmm. going about and doing my thing so I think it's mostly like in my head probably stemming from like childhood trauma or something you know but just <laughs> like I'm just I laughing because of how you said just probably stemming from childhood trauma but I yes mean, I know what you mean we yeah. all have it so you know <laughs> um but yeah just like just not wanting to like cause it. I'm also like the oldest daughter, which is, mm, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I so. do. I was not the <laughs> yeah. oldest, but I know what you mean. Yeah. Oh, I know. You know what I mean? I've listened to you for a long time, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah. So I feel like there's, yeah. I'm like, well, if I going to do the stressor, like it better turn out great. Or it's just, you know, pressure in the way or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we don't need to go to sociopathic le- levels in this. No. Like, okay. you know, it's, it's not an either or thing. Like either it's yeah. all about what I want or it's about what everybody else wants. But it yeah. seems like even this decision with this dresser is being really navigated by this compass of what other people will like, even if you're yeah. thinking about selling it or even yeah. people in your own home, like what they want you to do with it, which is totally valid. They can have their input as part of things, but if yeah. that's the only compass, then what you're actually doing is you you've lost your inner compass. Yeah. And if you've done that for years, if not your whole life, that's a whole other layer. I to- know. So that's why I'm like, I have to get into this discomfort and like break this away. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, and how you can do that. I'm going to give you another phrase that you can say to yourself. It's okay. really simple. And it's, what do I want? Okay. When you ask that of yourself, you're, you're trying to cue into the inner compass. That's kind of yeah. gotten muddled, muffled, maybe. Yeah. And, you know, with good intentions, you're trying to be a good person. You're trying to be considerate. You're trying to be a good fill in the blank, but the compass you've been navigating with, cause yours isn't a part of that compass it's going to always feel a little bit like something's missing, or you'll have that lack of security and confidence in yourself. Even if you make decisions based off of input from others and input on what's going to happen in the long run and trying to make good decisions. If the, if that part of the compass is missing, you will lack the security and confidence you you need to keep moving forward with decisions. 
Yeah, I think that's so true. Yeah, with that momentum. Mm-hmm. What do I want? So, you know, that's funny because when I asked you about like stain or paint, right away you started saying paint and then you stopped. <laughs> well, I think stain can be so pretty, but you know, I think with this dresser, it would just be tricky. It has this like the like rattan like drawers. Okay. Yeah. And so you would have to like match it really well. So anyway. Yeah. I know from someone who just spent like three months sanding my grandma's table, I like want to tell you, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but even though I love, so, you know, that. Yeah. Okay. So that, that's yeah. a practical side. So what do I want? Yeah. I don't want to go through a whole thing like that and, and not look good and me feel frustrated. So I want to paint. So what colors do I want? You yeah. know, and again, it's not an either, or when you consider what you want, you're not taking other wants or values or good decisions off the table. It just becomes part of the compass that's leading the decisions you're making. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I think I want to paint it a green color. <laughs> Look at that. You already know. I know. <laughs> okay. Now we, now we're narrowing it down, which helps with the overwhelm. Now we have like yeah. some great limitations that will help you look for just green, different green colors. Yeah. I'll just Maybe go to Pinterest. home. Pizza. Yeah. Or even Pinterest. yeah. Pinterest and start pitting what green dressers you like, and then you'll start to get a sense of these kind of greens. Yeah. Okay. So I'll do it. We we've kind of, you know, I'm sure this is one of those calls where you're like, what did we talk about? Well, I think we talked about almost <laughs> everything we can, but yeah, in a way that admittedly, like there's more thinking to do. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. There always so is. What what would what do you take away from this conversation? I think, yeah, I like the phrases like I'm going to do something to start and just, you know, take into account, what do I want, you know, without being a complete crazy person, <laughs> but I feel like I usually want pretty good things. <laughs> Maybe that trust just, is important. Yeah. Just yeah. like, just trust myself and just like get started. Beautiful. If that's, yeah. if that's what you got away from it, that's exactly how I'd want you to feel. Okay. And from here, I like want you to actually tell me when you go somewhere, like about this dresser, okay. let's use this dresser as just like a micro <laughs> version of the bigger questions that you were asking yourself, the bigger okay. things you're considering about what's next in my life. And I want to leave you with one other thought for you. Okay. Okay. This thought is that the transformation lies in the process, not the outcome. Okay. Okay. Just like your grad school experience. Yeah. It wasn't That's where you true. ended up that transformed you and your family. No, it, it was the process, <laughs> right? Yeah, totally. And I want you to lean into that. Like even with this dresser, it's not the end result, you know, even though it's yeah. so, um, it's so wonderful when you do reach an end of something like that. Right. Yeah. But when that's all you're focused on, that can get in the way of you learning, growing, changing, opening up along the way, even with the ding dresser. Yeah, that's so true. And learning as you go. Yep. Now you learn how to paint a dresser. Yeah, here I go. Off to accomplish something. <laughs> do something to start. What do I want? Yeah. Okay, Madeline, okay. that was great. I want you to keep in touch with me and let me know how, how this oh, goes, okay? I will, for sure. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you.
I hope this episode gave you the hug and kick in the pants that you need to grow. Here are the progress pointers from this episode, and this is where I share the notes that I took so you don't have to. And those on my go-getter newsletter get this in a graphic form every Wednesday. Number one, taking action without with uncertain outcomes is understandably confusing. It can feel safer to stay stuck on the sidelines, to stay stuck in indecision. Two, to take action even with uncertainty, first consider what deeper fears might be holding you back from moving forward. Three, then gradually move into the discomfort zone where we learn how to be wisely uncomfortable with the mindset, do something to start. This will help you get the momentum to take more action and sort out what's actually next. Number four, finally, consider how your lack of connection with and or fear of your own wants and desires is leading to this decision or lack of decisions. Reverse this by allowing a simple question to be part of the process. What do I want? And five, remember, the transformation lies in the process, not the outcome. I love doing this coaching call with Madeline. Just so you know, if you have a question, you can always ask me, and I like to answer on the podcast. There's a really simple way for you to call into the show and ask me your general or specific question. You can go to aboutprogress.com slash call in. That's C-A-L-L-I-N. Before I leave you today, if this is helping you with your own fork in the road of your what's next season, and as you're struggling with indecision, I would love to hear about it. Your do something challenge for this week is to ask yourself about the deeper fears that are holding you back from making a decision. Just see them for what they are. That's all you need to do. What are the deeper fears that are keeping me from moving forward? And when you do that, let me know about it. You can email me, you can DM me. I love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening. Now go and do something with what you learned today. Yeah. Okay, I'm just writing down for just a moment. I've learned I I can't write and talk at the same time the hard way. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.